Our gospel reading today comes from the Gospel of Mark. It's the 12th chapter, beginning with verse 38. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth one penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury, for all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Friends, grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about stewardship. It is that time of year, right? I mean, we talk about it all throughout the year as well, but this is the time we intentionally make our stewardship commitments within our faith community. And we've heard stories from folks about who taught them about stewardship and that there is joy in the giving of our time and our talents and our money. Last week, we began filling out our promise cards as our commitment to this faith community and the ministries that we share. And so as I was preparing for this weekend, I was trying to find a text that might continue that theme of stewardship. And I began thinking about this story of the widow's might, the reading that I just um, read to you from Mark. We hear about this poor widow, and remember that the status of a widow would be lowest of the low. All, weight, all wealth and status came from a uh, patriarchal system, the husband or the son. So in this case, this widow is all alone. She is at the bottom of the class. Doesn't have a way to provide for herself, probably doesn't have a way to work. Um, probably doesn't own any property. The story doesn't tell us where she may have gotten these two coins that she puts into the treasury, which is this collection box. It might have even been made out of metal. Different, the temple would have been a little different than the synagogue, but so that when coins would go in, you would hear this kind of clanking uh, so that everyone around would know how many you're putting in there. So we don't know where she got these coins. Jesus doesn't tell us that. But as Jesus always does, he points out to us those folks that are on the margin, those that are struggling, those that are left out, those who are perhaps not seen. So this widow, we're told, gives out of her poverty rather than out of an abundance. 
And I am sure that there have been many stewardship sermons on this story that we should see ourselves as this widow. But you know what? After I've spent some time with this text, reading it over and over, reading other commentaries and experts, I don't think it's about stewardship. Not at all. I think it's more about who God is. More about the character of God teaching us that who God is through Jesus Christ. But we usually read these stories and want it to be about us somehow, right? So let's put that aside for a moment. It's easy to skip the first part of the text. You remember that part? The part about the scribes, where Jesus clearly says, beware. Jesus gives us a warning. Beware of these scribes. Jesus seems to be like people watching, sitting there with the disciples around him and saying, see them over there, see her over here. And he begins the story with a warning about the scribes. It's hard to really identify who the scribes would be in our culture today because ancient times were so different in this matter. Um, but in ancient times, government was just as much about religious laws as it was about civilian laws. So these scribes are very high-level people that interpret the Hebrew Bible. They interpret these laws. Uh, so they work somewhat like a rabbi, but they also work as a judge, uh, like we would see a civilian judge. And so they're at a very high esteem when it comes to culture. And so Jesus begins the story of the widow by directing our attention first to these scribes. Again, he says, beware of the scribes. Beware of the scribes walking around in long robes. Uh-oh. Long robes who expect to be greeted with respect. Take the best seats in the temple and sit at the head of the table at the banquet. But most of all, beware of the scribes who devour widows' houses. So we hear about widows in both the first part and the second part. It connects them in a way. After we are warned about the scribes, Jesus then turns his eye to watch over the crowd and then points out to the disciples the poor widow. He sees her, a woman that quite possibly no one else has even noticed that she's come through. It's quite a stark comparison when you think about it between the scribes in the robes and the prestige to this poor widow who's walking in with the sum of a penny. And I'm sure he's meant it to look like this too. They're on opposite ends of the spectrum. I wonder if the scribe or the widow see each other. Do the scribes recognize the widow? Does the widow ever even look up to notice anyone else? The widow in today's story is one of those invisible people. Someone who lives on the edge, hardly seen, hardly recognized, 
not by her family, if she still even has any family. She might be all alone. Certainly not by these temple authorities or the scribes, the ones who are supposed to be caring for her. We know they don't care for her because Jesus says they devour widows' homes. It's a pretty strong word, devour. So she comes to the temple that day, and she's out of options. She comes to give her final offering to God, two small coins and herself. And at that point, the text says all that she had to live on. She's prepared to die. She has nothing left. It's all gone. She has given it up. She comes unseen, unnoticed, prepared to give her life, fully relying on the grace of God. Except she is seen. She is noticed. Jesus sees her. Jesus knows her. And the truth is that even in our most dire situations, we can't know what it feels like to be this widow. I don't believe that this story is set out to model what we're supposed to do. We don't know what it's like to be in her shoes. In our first world country, I don't know what it's like to go to bed hungry or when the dark comes, I don't have a bed or a home to go to. I don't know what it's like to not have any family or friends or any community like this around me. So how could we ever possibly imagine ourselves as being this widow who puts in her last two coins? Who wants to be alone, destitute, or dependent? We don't want to be like her either, if we're honest with ourselves. But can we see her? Can we notice her? Are there folks that are walking around, for the most part, invisible, that we don't see? Or it's too uncomfortable for us to notice? Are there people on the edge walking by us day to day as we straighten our robes and say long prayers? Maybe so. But the point is, regardless of the scribe or the widow, Jesus sees you. Jesus knows what is in your heart, and Jesus notices you. Truth be told, there is only one who can resemble this widow. There's only one who would give up all that they had, including their life. And honestly, I think that's what this story is for. It gives us a foreshadowing of what Jesus is going to do. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. He's going to die. He's going to give up all that he has to know that Regardless of who's watching, who's not noticing, he's going to give his life. God's grace through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ comes to us. It comes to us wherever we are, meets us wherever we are. And sometimes it's in a season of abundance. And sometimes it's in times of poverty or despair from the scribes to the widow and all of us in between. 
Notice, too, that Jesus says that the rich give out of their abundance. He doesn't criticize that. It's just stating the fact. It's not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I think what he's telling us is, don't be like the scribes. Don't be like the scribes who walk around and don't notice the ones they're supposed to take care of. Don't be like the scribes full of false piety and importance. Really simply, it's just another way of saying, love God, love your neighbor. That simple. And in return, Jesus begs us to do this, to love each other, to see each other, to see each other in our world as we're out there walking around. That, I believe, is what the story begs us to hear. It's not about that we give until we die. It's that Jesus gave. Jesus gave his life so that we could live. Jesus sees you. God sees you. Just as Jesus saw that widow, no one else did. But God sees you. Jesus knows you. Jesus calls you sister, calls you brother, calls you child of God. And Jesus says to us, I have died for you. I live for you. I know you, and you are mine. You are loved by a God who knows your name, a God that through Jesus Christ would give all he had to live on, gave his life so that we might live. Thanks be to God. Amen.